Welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 169, PlayStation Showcase, 25th of 5th, 23, with me, George, Bobby, and RGT, showcase to my show too much, now I have a legal case. How's it going, men? (laughs) Going really well. That's a good one, that one. (laughs) I liked it, that was good. Life imitates art, imitates life. Uh, (laughs) Let's start with Bobby, uh, first on my screen, first to arrive. Tick in the register. Bing. How's it going, dude? I ain't seen you in what feels like a long time now, but the three amigos, D'Artagnan's ill, Seb, he's poorly. <laughs> but you've yeah. joined us. How's things? Yeah. I feel good. I, I um I was sick for the like last week. Mm. But I, my voice is kind of strange, but I the I American office struck down by some sort of phantom illness. Going down all over the place. Whew. Just America. So once you come to the country, you get sick. Wow. Okay. That's how it is. Uh, did we have a Boba Loba going brown moment, or was it mainly sort of up top sickness? No, just like a little body sore and a sore throat. But a general I mean, I malaise. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have to call out of work, which is good. Just I feel like hundred percent time off. Yeah. Well, I no, I didn't call out. Oh, okay. Yeah. If if it's more like. Uh, I call out. This was like, eh, so, you know. Right, okay. Well, let's see how RGT's doing. How are you, RGT? Very quiet. Wonderful. Just listening to poor Bobby being ill. Bless him and get well soon, Seb. Hope you feel better soon. Seb's just took this on to make us all feel a little bit more human. I think that was Bobby's intention as well. You know, even Americans get sick, guys. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. How are you, George? That's an interesting question. Uh, and one that I think I, simple answer, I'm feeling great. Um, feeling very gamed up. I gathered that from our pre-show chats. You were quite fired up, weren't you? It's not a no, little three-year-old right. who'd had far there's, too much pop. There's starting to be a little bit of a, <laughs> there's starting to be a little bit of a routine here. George stays up way too late playing video games. Video, video, video games. <laughs> George records a show about video games uh, and normally ends up coming across like he's some sort of mentalist. Mm. Yeah, that's the... It's the, the expresso shot, show. bro. It'll happen yeah. to you. Yeah, that's that. It's the only thing keeping me alive. The only thing keeping me alive. Let's not muck around. Odders grip your... <laughs> 12-inch action, man. Or to get some clothes on that bad boy. As I ask these gentlemen, what have you been playing? And let's... He's been ill. Let's find out what he's been playing on his ill bed. Bobby, what have you been playing? Um, I played some Jedi Survivor, mm. which I'm, I'm loving it. Nice. Really enjoying it. And then um, I took a break from that. because The map is confusing to me, and I just can't understand it. I don't know why. I Maybe because I'm that. sick. I, I struggle with those maps. Like they're I'm cool, trying to go to places. Yeah, it's very strange. Like I'm trying to go places that are right 
to my left, but apparently there may be downstairs or upstairs. Always been that way. It was like that in one, wasn't it? But I do notice in this game... It's a little off. Yeah, but when you visit a planet, Mm -hmm. before when you visited somewhere, it was more than likely going to be 75% complete. Now, when you finish there, for the first time, it's normally on 95% complete. So there's very little sort of extra bits left behind. Once you've Mm -hmm. done a planet, it's kind of done. I think most of that exploration and sneaking around and discovering new areas has really been saved for Kobo this time around. How are you finding Kobo? Who? The planet with the the bar on it and the... Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. It's it's pretty cool. I had a set of a, like a little hub. It's interesting. Hmm. I think that's I where most of your Metroidvania stuff goes on on there now. Yeah. I do a mission. I come back, have a little drink, talk with the guys, you know, talk about my adventure, and then go off and done a mission. I think it's mm-hmm. great. So yeah, no. So far, the game is is um, good. I think it's better than Harry Potter. Yeah, I won't. I won't disagree with you there. I think um, without spoiling what I've been playing, but let's let's get into this now because it, it feels relevant. <clears throat> I'm right at the end of Star Wars Survivor, mm-hmm. and I feel like the story this time has really been the weakest part. I haven't found it anywhere near as good. Uh, it is better than Harry Potter. You're absolutely bang on about that. But towards the end of it, I'm finding that I'm like, oh, that was no surprise to me, and neither is this, and I really didn't want, okay, this is happening now, but it's not as special as it should be, and I don't know why. I think I said last episode that it felt like the first game was like tunneling down this point to this ultimate Mm -hmm. face-off in what felt like the baddies lair, and this Mm. time around... I don't know. I'm not feeling that as much. I, I also feel that the first game um, was felt a lot better because it was a shot game. We didn't expect it to be good. We'd mm. had the Battlefront series before that, which was mm, not great. So we went in and that was a bit of a surprise when it, how good it was. So I think trying to then get that same feeling with the second game is always on a bit of a hiding to nothing for them, really. I mean, it's still good, yeah. don't get me wrong, but you know what you know what the game's going to be about now. So mm-hmm. obviously with, with this hub world, they've tried to add extra bits in. Feels a little bit bolt-on to me, but still good. Yeah, I'm not like surprised at where the story's going to go. I don't, I think, I think I can predict what's going to happen already. Mm. The action has been amped up though, which is pretty good. Mm. Yeah, agreed. But sometimes I prefer the story because it's like, what are we really fighting for, you know? Mm. But I mean, overall, so far, so good. Can't complain. Mm. And then between that, I was playing. We were here forever mm. with Marlon, which we stopped now for two two weeks. How's Marlon? He's okay. He also got sick. Um, I think I got him sick when he came over my house, so he's not doing too good. Um, so we're just stuck in this one puzzle, and the problem with the puzzle is that it's not like we're like can't figure it out. So you have eight minutes to do it. I mean, obviously it's been done, but it's just not, we're not doing it fast enough. So this I'm is the game you talked about in your solo episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you have to do certain actions that only I can do and certain actions only he can do. And then we have to get together to make the chemicals to get this thing going. Okay. So I watched the video on YouTube and I pretended I was channeling my inner George and I wrote a script <laughs> trying to figure out. <laughs> what we could do to make this a little bit faster, but we just have to try it out. Um, I downloaded Dead Island 2. I just mm-hmm. downloaded it. I wanted to play it. 
Okay. And then I've been playing this game called Cards of the Dead. Hang on, rewind. Dead Island 2. You've kept your side of the bargain. Did your brother keep his? He did. He did. So you both have this game downloaded? Yeah. So now, like, when I already broke on me. Okay. I know, because I, I know I traumatized this kid, right? So, because the Platinums. So I said, listen, let's just have a good time. Let's play it. You don't want to play it today? That's fine. No pressure. But let's let's beat the game. I can do everything else the myself. Age of naught percent to one hundred percent. What percentage likely is, likely is it that the the platinum poison's going to get in your veins, and before you know it, you're going to be like, "Listen, bro, we're literally five trophies away from the platinum. You're joining me tonight, and we're playing it until you you collapse." It always happens. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I feel bad. It always happens. I feel bad, but I'm just get I get aggravated. I'm like, guy, you're like four trophies away. Yeah, but bro, I'm done. Yeah, but it's just part of your enemies. rehabilitation is when you're four trophies away, you yeah. just yeah. walk away. And then you have don't to get be, mad. Then you have if to be you look three at his list, trophies away, then two, and <laughs> then you have true. to do one trophy, and then you just walk just, away. You walk away from the game. He is the master of that. So all of his games are like eighty, ninety percent, and then I look at them. I'm like, why can't you just finish? Kill ten more guys with a shotgun. Yeah, but he's finished the game. He's finished the story. Care. You I don't know. want to kill I, another. You know what? Guys. I I respect that. I do. But unfortunately, what happens is, I'm like, bro, let's do it together. It could be like a brother, a brother platinum. We could do it together. So we'll see. We'll see. But at least he got the game. That's fine. And then between that, I started playing this game called Cards of the Dead. He's like your platinum mule. He is. He is. <laughs> he really is. Um, <laughs> he smuggles a game in under the guise of brotherly love, and then you sort of bust it out of him. And uh, I get mad too. I get mad I sh- if I record what, I, what we talk about and what I say to him. It's I'm going down. But then um, <laughs> it's going down, man, bro. <laughs> Cancel culture. <laughs> I could be a Patreon service that one. Yeah, I make Bobby's, fun of his glasses Bobby's and everything. Platinum <laughs> recordings. It's like torture, bro. <laughs> uh, but then. I played this game, Card of the Dead, between, because if I don't have that much time, I figured, let me try this game out. I had it downloaded for a while. I really like this game. It's almost like, so it's a bunch of cards. You're in a zombie apocalypse, and there's a bunch of cards face down. There's three characters. You start off as Rick, just a regular guy. There's collectibles in the game, but, like, nothing too serious. And um, these cards are face down, and then you have to pick a card, and it could be either a zombie, a weapon, an item, or the exit sign, mm. or um, an ejection. Because every time you turn a card, you lose. Um, there's uh, you have ten like turns, and as you keep turning cards, it goes down, and then you become a zombie. So if you don't have an injection, you can you can go to zero, and then your life goes away by one. Oh, so you have to maintain cool, right? some injections, like the um, the uh, what do you call it, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now you have to have make sure you have weapons and make sure you have. So it's kind of like a little bit of a. You got to make sure your book bag is has the items you need, and it's all random. So if you die and you go back, the cards are random again. Mm. So it's, mm. I'm enjoying it because you could just play a little bit at a time. What's it called um, again? It's, it's called Cards of the Dead. Cards. Of it was the on Dead. sale. I think it's like five bucks. Mm. Five bucks, not bad at all. Especially when you only have like a couple hours, you can't really do anything because you can't like join a survivor. If I get into that game, I'm playing it. Mm. Yeah. So if I only have a little bit of time, it was working out. This is perfect. 
So mm. that's Thanks. it. Yeah, I really like it. I'm actually surprised by it, to be honest. Mm. Excellent. And that's okay. it for me, yeah. Nice. Um, it's just so good to wear your voice on a three-way dance again. Yeah, uh, excited. I, I am. I did a little bit of a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> RGT. In fact, we'll come to you last because I'm hoping you've got a hidden gem for us. First of all, I mm-hmm. just want to say, you could see this man and his game room. It's glorious. It's amazing. Those that can, game. Those it's that the can't, it's the best fill thing a room with right <laughs> Best thing on the internet, bro. I love this man. He... He is probably the most lovable character I have ever met in my life. And the, and the strange true. thing about RGT is he's just so desperate to be loved. If you're out there, <laughs> right, and you listen to the show and you're not on the Discord, but you want to slide straight into someone's DMs, RGT is your man. He will literally drive to wherever you are, Vegas. Mm-hmm. He ain't bothered. He fit a snorkel hey. to his car. <laughs> and he he's will the literally... kind of guy you sit down, he's sitting at the bar. Come on, come on, bro. Let's get a beer and stop. You wake yeah, up you the know. next morning and he's decorated your whole house. Yeah, you want to hug him. He's just unbelievably giving. Uh, it, I'm going to do my what I've been playing and then we'll cut to you. You can do what you've been playing then slap me right on the back of the legs yep. with a hidden gem. How's that sound? Absolutely beautiful. Mm. This episode should just be entitled The Love-In. Okay, so <laughs> George, what are you been playing well let me recommend bomber crew again absolutely fine game if you've got ps premium get on there if you're from america and you're like i don't want to fly lancaster bombers it's all right we've got you covered we've got the usaf version included free of charge so you can buy fly the b-52s it's it's a game that looks daft bobby the only thing stopping you from platinum platinum this game is patience and it's an enjoyable game that looks like Little Big Workshop, but is actually smothered. And I mean smothered in historical accuracy. Really? It, it is wonderful. You get to take place in some big missions in the Second World War. I'm up to the point now in the war where we're, we're bombing the German coastline ready for um, D-Day. So... Uh, there's a couple of DLC packs, the U- the USAF one, which comes free of charge, and then the Secret Weapons, uh, which is one that I probably won't buy, but I might do to keep this, tr- this dream alive. What else have I been playing? MLB, obviously. Um, a little bit more Jedi Survivor, although I am kind of stuck on the last boss. Uh, story reasons, story reasons. You go into that fight, story reasons, not feeling probably or being the same as you normally would do reasons. And therefore, it's a little harder than I wanted it to be. I think I've just not applied the time. I've been distracted with other things. Mainly, Madden 23, come to Papa. Come to Papa. It's a, <laughs> it's a cheeky little game. MLB's playing... going to get jealous. Really? You're cheating on MLB. Listen, I've gone in pretty raw. I know enough about NFL from my very deep relationship with NFL 2K5. I tried a bit of Madden 22, didn't have the patience for it. Nah, I've gone into face of the franchise. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Simon, tell me, Bobby, in the modern world of NFL, how good or bad are the Atlanta Falcons? Um, they're pretty. I mean, they're they're alright. Okay. Well, I'm on a nine winning. I'm on a nine game losing streak with the Falcons right now. Who's your quarterback? Uh, me. <laughs> okay. Like and what annoys me is it's is this like, like the replacements part of the game. Yeah, I think you go in, face the franchise, you've been signed, you're this young and up and coming quarterback. You can play all different positions, but I thought to myself, which is most like pitcher in MLB, it's quarterback. I just mm-hmm. stand there and look for the best passes. The passes in MLB, the, 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 opposite, the opposing team uh, in, in Madden seem to be very aggressive. Like the only thing that's getting me yardage right now is the running game. Now, obviously, NFL's changed a lot since 2005. Mm-hmm. And every time I put the ball airborne, there's a strong chance it's not going to get caught. And I don't know why, because I've invested in my character. I've been making sure throw accuracy is as high as I can get it. Um, but every time I throw it, they seem to like fumble around and drop it. or So it's incomplete. And then I look like an idiot. I've done my bit. I've thrown the ball. All you've got to do is catch it. you too late into the route? I don't know. It's hard to work out. I'm I'm starting to get some traction. I've won a couple of games. It uh, also depends on ball speed. You can hold the ball throw it for harder. Yeah, that's the next thing I need to level up. I've decided to put all my stats into accuracy. Uh and when it's a short game, like if they're running within in the within the ten yards that we've got to gain, if they do a run within that and I do a throw a short throw, boom, it's caught every time. So we can either do short passes. Uh, but you get greedy, don't you? Let's say the clock's against you and you want to cover a big distance so you can either get a field goal mm-hmm. or a touchdown. You think, oh, which one? Okay, we'll try this play. It's, oh, no! You know, and there's nothing worse than when the opposite opposing team catch the ball and then run at you because they always seem to guaranteed always to get a touchdown. It's like, how is this yeah. right? How is this? Yeah, it, yeah, it's annoying. I can 100% see that. Mm. Okay, so like my brother, you would try to sack him. He'd run ten yards, oh, you know, opposite direction, and then throw a bomb. Guys wide open. Explain to me how, because I tried it, and I'm never wide open. That's why I stopped playing. Mm. Frustrating. But it's not just me. No, no, it's frustrating. Oh, definitely, it's okay. challenging. All right, well, I'm going to go get back everything to the... timed right. Right, that's it. Nailed on. I'm going back to the ground game. In modern NFL, we're just gonna we're just gonna literally run the ball the whole way. Listen, slants, hooks, and runs. Go for it. Slants, hooks, and runs. Let me write this down. Okay. That's <laughs> all you can do, little by little. Little by little. Up. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We got to touchdown uh, in the last one in the game I was playing last night, and I'd literally took it from our zone to theirs. And even the commentator was like, "This is one hell of a run." In the way That's they're beautiful. doing it, you know, little by little. I cannot believe they deserve a touchdown for this. And if they don't get it, you've got to ask yourself some serious questions. I didn't get it, just got the field <laughs> goal. <laughs> the last American football game I played was Mutant League football on the Mega Drive. Oh, wow, a- really? Yeah. Paul Border from the Discord has got this game. He's got the physical. I mean, it's quite a rare game now, but we uh, very occasionally will break that and have a game. That's fantastic. But Mad and I haven't played that since Mega Drive either. I'm, I've, never, I've never played a modern American football game. Oh, I wow. never played 
I've never played a Madden before. I think I've dabbled with Maddens in the past, but what really got me into NFL back in the day was NFL 2K5. Mm. Uh, just a great game. It had like a face of the franchise mode in it, but it was more like maybe franchise mode where you can play, you play the whole team. You don't just pass it. When you're playing face of the franchise, you literally just do that. A bit like FIFA where you just do the bit you're in. Mm-hmm. To me, it makes more sense in NFL because you kind of, you do your one thing and then it moves to the other person that does their one thing. In football, like, you know, let's say you sign their face of the franchise mode, you sign up as a striker. So you basically just hover around halfway. If you try and get involved in the tackles, you're going to be absolutely worn out. So you can't chase the ball around the whole pitch. I found that to be a bit exhausting, but in NFL, it makes sense. In MLB, it makes sense as well, but uh, yeah. uh, it is what it is. What else have been playing? Uh, grinding very near to the end game of Yakuza 6. Um... In fact, that's probably what I've got to turn on and finish because I put it, put it in restore mode uh, yesterday because I was away from a save because I was in that final sort of rush to the boss scenario. That's Yakuza for you. Bizarrely ended up on the roof of Millennium Tower again. <laughs> so looking to get that finished uh, and then freeing myself up for some more stuff. RGT, Bobby, yeah. question for you both. No talk of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. What's going on? Oh, dear. So I bought it day one. Um, I installed it day one, and it's been sitting on my Switch since day one. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Never a more compelling game to enter your life than that. RGT, yeah, it's what, just, what? Uh, it's hard. Oh. Hard to have time. Okay, RGT, what's your excuse? Oh, I am playing it. You haven't gone through my games yet, and you might see. Of course, okay. Just seeing our finished Zelda mm. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, well, no, <laughs> that game is huge. <laughs> that is, I can understand where Bobby's coming from. It is quite daunting when you start that game and think, right, I'm in this world again. But it is a monster of a game. I mean, I've hardly done any of the story on that game. I've just been exploring, trying to find towers, trying to lock the map and stuff, which I love because the open world is brilliant. But I mean, I spent like. The other day, I think I spent like three hours playing it, and I'd done like I'd explored an area and done a shrine in three hours. Mm. It is is a big, I mean, I think I put 130 hours in Breath of the Wild, and I think this is going to be more. Wow, yeah, this is a big, big game because not only have you got Hyrule and the map there, you've got the, the map above as well and below, yeah. So it's it's it is it's a big game, and to be fair as well, it I have not had one glitch. I've not noticed any frame rate drops. Nothing. It runs really really well. You know, yeah, I had no issues with um, what you call it with Breath of the Wild either. It was smooth from start yeah. to finish. Well, I know they they delayed Tears of the Kingdom for a year, didn't they? And they've now come out and said it was actually finished to come out 
a year ago, but they just had a year of polishing and just finalizing, getting every little mechanic working perfectly and obviously paid I, off. I, I, but I, but I respect work. that. Mm. Yeah, and I think with, with what happened with Pokemon, I think they probably thought, oh, yeah, let's get this right. Yep, yep. You know, so... Um, Fair play. What, what else have you been playing then, Stud? Oof, um, I have been playing um, more Postal. I completed that, Postal, on a Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, what a great little game. I mean, it is. You wouldn't want to play it with your children around. It is. Oh, very, postal. Yeah, it's brutal. Oh, they yeah. just made like post postal something. I saw it on the sale. It looked crazy. Mm, <laughs> yeah, this this is um this is by this is brought to Dreamcast by Wave Game Studios, who are in not far away from me, about an hour away in, in Norwich in Norfolk. And um, they do a lot of Dreamcast games. Um, I've got three of theirs. Which is Intrepid Izzy, uh, Shadow Gangs, and Postal. Um, yeah, and I finished Postal last night. My brother in law came around and we took in turns on levels playing for it. Um, really good game, actually. Love the art style. I said this last week. I love the art style. The aesthetic's really good. Hand drawn, pre rendered backgrounds with your isometric view. Um, like I say, it is, it is a brutal game. Um, it's a bit of a touchy subject with you know what you're doing um but it's it's very playable very good enjoyed that also started shadow gangs um another one of theirs on the dreamcast yesterday um which is that's good that looks like i would say it's a cross between shinobi and streets of rage um it's that side scroll and beat them up but with you've got like the bonus levels similar to shinobi um was it shinobi two or three you had the bonus levels where you used to throw the ninja stars i can't remember now um, i don't No, but it's one of them and this one you you have a gun on your bonus levels and and you can upgrade your ninja as you go along um it's tough it's really really tough game but they give you like 100 credits to start with so it's almost like playing an arcade so you can just keep chop chop them down chop them down to chinatown <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> um <laughs> you've put me off my flow now. I'm um, going to be ninja. Have you not seen that? No, no. you don't no. spend enough time on Instagram, friend. No, no, well, I just said if it's ninja, it'd be quite appropriate for this. Um, <laughs> But no, it's very good. It's a bit tongue in cheek as well because you had this real your, your first boss you face. This really tickled me, my brother in law. You face his first boss. He's like a almost like a cyborg ninja with a massive lightsaber. Um, but when you first talk to him, <laughs> when you first talk to him, <laughs> steady, steady. The sword, I mean. Um, when you first talk to him, he's called Colin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's amazing. Colin. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the first boss is called Colin. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I wondered what happened to Colin after he got made redundant from Eddie's Electricals. Yeah, well, he's now a cyborg ninja. So he's trying to take over the world. So. <laughs> good old Colin, bless him. Um, but yeah, re- that's a re- really good game as well. So we, we went and finished that. We were, I don't know, I'd say about a third away through it. Um, as we talked about, Tears of the Kingdom playing more of that not far into the story just exploring at the moment which i did in breath of the wild i spent first 30 40 hours just exploring the world opening the towers up opening the map up finding things getting resources so i'll probably be doing the same on this for the next few weeks i would imagine 
Um, what else did I play? A bit more FIFA um, after our, I don't know, Bobby weren't on the show last week, but I don't know if you heard Bobby, FIFA had a bit of a glitch with me. Um, we'd, me and my friend, we do a uh, career mode every year when FIFA come out. We start from League Two, work our way up to the Premier League with a team. Um, we got to the championships with AFC Wimbledon um, all the way through the leagues. We'd met all the requirements on our career by our board. We'd done all the critical ones, done everyone, you know, win the league, do this, do that. We'd done them all, but it just kept taking our rating down, even though we're fully. And then they sacked us. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though, as well, they said at the start of the season, we're going to keep you on for another year. Before we'd even played the first pre-season friendly, they sacked us. That's, so that's ridiculous. Uh, and we'd met every requirement. I was absolutely gutted because we've put like 120 hours into that career. <laughs> no, you see, that's not right. No, Even when I notice when I play yeah. and like I'm on top of the league, they're like, oh, disappointing um, fin- finish. Do you think you're going to make the the league? I'm like, make the league. I'm first place. What, yeah, what I know. It's, it's mad sometimes. The things and then my sad. rating was 100 and then it was 65. I'm like, yeah, if I yeah. get fired from this game, I'm out the window. Yeah. Right out the window. We, we won the league and everything. And we went from 97 rated to 35. And we'd met all the requirements. And then, so they said, we'll keep you on for a season. So I picked the team for the first pre-season friendly European tournament. And um, they sacked us for the first game. Said, you're not what we want. Sorry, your performance has been terrible. Well, uh, well, what happens when you get fired? You you can look for other jobs. There was two jobs oh. going. There was Colchester in League Two or Blackburn in the same league. So we've took the Blackburn job, but we've got no budget to spend. We've built it all up with the other team. We've built a really good team. So we've now got the Blackburn team and we're in the same league as our team has just sacked us and they're top of the league because they've got a brilliant team that we've... <laughs> That's, That's your revenge story. That's Question. your story. Be can that team. Yeah. Can yeah. someone build us an Excel spreadsheet game where it's a Final Fantasy League for podcasts and you have to take the UCP through? <laughs> That'd be good. That would be fun. There used to be a wrestling game that was basically an Excel spreadsheet, but it had a little bit of front on it where you controlled uh, like, a, like a federation, like the WWF or the WCW. Oh, okay. You had to sign stars and then their stat ratings determine what sort of match they would have. And then all the combined rankings sort of showed you what sort of good show you had. And then that boosted your ranking as a, as a, hmm. a, as a WWF or whatever it's called. And I think someone should step up and do as a bad of I'm looking at you tonight. He's like sweating. He's researching how to make Excel spreadsheet games, put graphics up. He's asking us for like mug shots. He can sign us. And oh my, um, <laughs> bad <bada> <laughs> the best answer yeah, in that... England. End of oh, story. Oh, definitely. Is a is the UCP though. Easy. We also need a dancing game where you take Bada Bingster through OLL. And we need a DLC for Dance and Revolution with Bada Bingster. Yeah, we Oh, that's, that'd be amazing. That's it. What's the matter, you? Hey, that's his special move. That's it. <laughs> Let's see. Shut up in your face. It's a me, a Bada I'll say about a bigster. I'll go back to what I was playing. Oh, one last game I played. Um, I'm doing this, as you probably noticed most of You're weeks. sacked. Uh, You've played too many games to be a podcast host. You're almost a gamer at this rate. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Um, well, I don't think you'll think when you know what I've been playing and absolutely love it as well is Tiger Woods 2004 
on the OG Xbox. Oh, such a good game. That the game. Dolphin. Yeah. I've been at this thing, like, you've just planned when my brother in law comes around. We started the other week. We should have a round of golf. And we started playing on the stairs and the Mega Drive, PGAs. We've just been every time he comes around, we play a few games and then we're like, should we have a game of golf again? And so this time we played, um, yeah, Tiger Woods 2004, the original Xbox. Plan for a CRT as well. It looks fantastic. It looks really good. It does. And it plays so well. We, we were neck and It neck looks as this. good as a modern-day golfing game. I'm sorry. It looks phenomenal. It and does. It looks phenomenal. It looks really good. And we've, we played 18 holes, but in the 18 holes, we were still neck and neck, and we had not dropped a shot. We were on it. We were birdies, couple of pars. We had a few eagles each. We were, you know, really cutting the corners, hitting the greens. It was just, we were odd going the lead, and he'd win a hole, and I'd win a hole, and, he'd, and we were just did, did, did all the way through, and he, he beat That's me on the 18th. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, really, really enjoyed that. that is so it is fun. it actual golf, though? Is it that good or no? Actual golf. Can you remember when we played that? <sighs> My God, that is a tough game to play now, isn't it? That, <laughs> that power bar to tee off, just, you can't keep up with it. No. We were not like first hole. We were like 18 shots when we got to the green. <laughs> Don't tell everyone. You know what's funny? I never played a golf game in my life. <sighs> Bobby, you'd love it. Yeah. Thing is, yeah. as well, T- Tiger Woods, the Tiger Woods series was really, really good. They were in their prime. If you go 2004, 2005, 2006, you'll pick these up for a buck, I expect. These are easily nothing. PS2, get them on the Xbox, um, on the GameCube as well, aren't they? Um, they'd yeah. be on a GameCube, that'll probably cost you about 100 bucks. But if you get the PS2 or Xbox ones, you pick them up for next to nothing. And they are so good. They're so pliable, so easy to get into. And yeah, great fun. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all what I've been playing this week. Stitch myself up here because we can't seem to go into it because we've got to go RGT acoustic. Yeah. Acoustic is like the Lone Ranger riding on down. Oh, a lot of the twist. Nice. To bring hidden gems to me. Oh, wow. You've been practicing. That was amazing. That's George unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Why we have that section, I'm not even sure. But this section, I know why we have this. RGT, what's your hidden gem? And it needs to be a banger because shocks failed to qualify. Really? Yeah, it was 105% outside of qualifying t- template, so it was uh, really <laughs> ineligible to compete on the grid. <laughs> and it was... Because I jumped on the uh, internet pony, rode out in the <laughs> wild, and it is a PS2 exclusive. It is, yeah. Don't it's, know why. Don't, you don't believe me, do you? I say these things. You know, it like, was, oh, I just remember rubbish. seeing coverage of it in an Xbox magazine. That's all I'm saying. Mm. That's, that's it. Okay. Would you accept it? All right. Anyway, um, this week is a game from the year 2000. <laughs> Okay, 2000, clear my mind. A developer that I'd never, ever heard of, King of the Jungle. What formats? Well, it's published by Hasbro Interactive. Mm. The version I played is on the original PlayStation. Ooh. It is a shoot-em-up, or as some people say, Shum up. 
oh, I'm not going to get this, I don't think. Single player game? Hmm. Any ideas? It is, I'll give you a clue. It is um, a 3D version of an old arcade game. Cool, look at the concentration on their faces. What, 1942? No. Mm. I guess so. I don't know. I'll type tactics. Gallagher, Destination Earth, or something like <sighs> Gallagher. Um, Is that not something you asked for at the bar when you've had a few too many? Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, I can't make And that's normally the scale of the barman. He's at that point. He's in his own. He's in his own mindset. It's under his rules. Here. It's like, do I serve a pint to another man who asks for a galaga, or do I say you've had a? <laughs> <laughs> it's in his gift to give at that point. A galaga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see um, what happens if he has another one. Um, this game. Um, this. Uh, I didn't like it when it first came out, and I, I can see why. But once you get into it and play it, it's it's really interesting way of playing Gallagher. It's pretty. It is Gallagher. I've added a bit of a story to it, um, which is it's quite clever because it's like the Earth got invaded in 1981, which is the year the original machine came out. It's all that sort of. That thing. is cool. That is cool. Um, graphically, looks really good. I think it looks really good, but it will switch when you're playing. You've still got the the original. Uh, game mechanics like where you could let your ship get captured and then shoot the alien down to then take that ship on so you've got double ships where you're shooting but this time you can if you shoot the alien that normally captures one of your ships you then get his tractor beam so then you can then go and get another ship and put it next to yours an alien ship so you can have an alien next to you but also it because it's 3d it will go from top down then you'll switch to side scroller and then you'll switch to behind a ship in 3D mode, which is weird controls at first. Once you get used to them, it's really good. So it's 3D, you get a bit of popping because it's PlayStation, obviously, you know, a little bit of warping, but and you'll be behind, but that will change as the levels go on to the angles. One minute you'll be top down and you'll do a bit of a mission, not an original one. Then you'll go to behind the ship. Then you'll go to side scroll and like R-type. Um, you still have your bonus levels as well, like you do in Gallagher as well. And then you'll get your, as you go through levels, you'll get cutscenes in between and back the story and where you're heading to next and places. Um, you can pick this game, you can pick up for about eight to 15 pounds, mm. which for a shoot 'em up on a PS1 is, is very good value. Especially um, with that heritage. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I find this game, I think if you've got a PS1, and, and especially if you like shoot 'em ups, this goes under radar a bit. You know, most people are into the you know the big ones the R types and bits and pieces but this is this is a bit of fun and I think they've done quite a good idea of converting a original arcade machine into into the 3D world and I think it's really good it's good fun um easy to get used to I know the, the controls behind are a bit awkward once you get into them whether you like it inverted or not it's up to you once yeah. you get into that it's 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 really good it's, it's great fun so yeah give it a go okay well I will uh and well i probably won't so don't own it um but everyone should go check it out uh if they if they've been enticed and excited by rgt's read through and to be honest with you check your pulse <laughs> if you haven't been excited you're probably dead 
And that's what this podcast does. It's a, Oh, and I have updated the hidden gems as well, as I did promise you I would. You did, and you have. Wonderful. I only got up, it was yesterday, because I only remembered yesterday, but I did do it. I thought George was going to crucify me. I went and checked your homework and was like, hmm, still missing an outstanding, uh, outstanding exam. <laughs> yeah, where's, where's shocks? Two F minus. Negative two points, yeah. Gryffindor. Yeah, I haven't had the art, <laughs> the artwork in done for shocks yet, so I couldn't do it. So, But once the artwork's done, that'll be shocks and Gallagher uh, will be up there. Okay, well, as always. A service to everyone that listens. A bit of a different news this week, gentlemen, because we've had a PlayStation showcase. We'll get into whether that was a hit or a miss or just about a draw when we get into it. But it's time for the news. It's kind of the very darkest region of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, okay, time for Sony to show or not from your point of view. After effectively keeping its big mouth shut for every year and a half, Sony finally lifted the lid on what some of its first-party studios are working off PS5 and PSVR 2 in a big playstation showcase clocking in over an hour there was a lot of news to digest in a very short space of time as such this roundup episode is designed to give you the list of all the announcements sony had to share during the show i'll rattle through these guys and then we'll discuss them Mm uh whatever interests you the most okay so what was announced marvel's spider-man 2 swings back with a stunning ps5 gameplay trailer konami's metal gear solid 3 remake is real confirmed for ps5 they're also I'm going to put out Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 uh, on the PS5 in the Master Collection. That will also include Metal Gear 1 and 2 from the NES or whatever system that was. I'm sure I'll get uh, corrected on the MSX. We don't need a community correction. In your face, listeners. Uh, Fair Game from Haven Studio comes to PS5 and PC. Well-loved co-op shooter sequels Helldivers 2 targets PS5 and PS this year. Uh, PC this year. Concord from Fireworks Studios, a nice logo at least. Um, not much more known about that other than it's basically a, a massively multiplayer online space flying shooting game releasing in 2024. Bungie's bringing back Marathon on PS5, PC, Xbox Series X and S as an extraction shooter. Sony's portable PS5 streaming handheld launches later this year. Uh, so the rumors about that were true. Seems to make me feel like the X-Bone hookup was a bit misplaced now, but there you go. Sony announces PlayStation AirPods with lossless audio and low latency. Alan Wake 2, uh, digital only, dated for 17th of October on PS5. Assassin's Creed Mirage, we've got a first gameplay look, uh, much more traditional in its uh, layout and format. That's released in October. Uh, New action RPG Phantom Blade promises insane sword battles on the PS5. The Talos Principle 2, Brings more quality to PS5 this year. Uh, from the makers of Gris comes Never, a gorgeous, solemn action-adventure game on PS5. If you like Journey, you need to see Sea of the Sword on PS5. Basically, Journey and Tony Hawk's had a baby. Free anime online open-world Tower of Fantasy rolls onto PS5 and 4 this summer. PlayStation console exclusive Ultros stands out with trippy psychedelic gameplay. Night in the Woods creators reveal Revenant Hill, an adventure game with cats and witches. Uh, on the subject of cats, Cat Quest, Pirates of the Caribbean, brings the fantastic action and RPG series back to PS5 and PS4. Dragon's Dogma 2 uh, got a PS5 gameplay reveal. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink uh, finally gets its 2023 release window on PS5 and 4. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 got another trailer, but no PS5 demo yet. 
starting to feel a little bit like death loop that bad boy the plucky squire <laughs> looks absolutely wonderful in new ps5 gameplay trailer resident evil 4 from a new perspective with a free vr2 dlc beat saber going to be available for ps vr2 at that moment when the show was announced it's got a free upgrade for vr players on uh for the two so if you already own it happy days indie physics sandbox teardown demolishes the path to ps5 in 2023 that looked cool um PSVR 2 Shooter Synapse looks stylish in gameplay trailer, launches on the 4th. Foam Stars is Square Enix answers to Splatoon on PS5. Street Fighter 6 Story Mode looks, let's face it, dumb fun, but uh, it wouldn't be a PS showcase without Five Nights at Freddy's. Arizona Sunshine 2 also revealed for PSVR. That looked quite cool. Ghost Runner 2, resurfaced with a sleek gameplay trailer. Uh, my sort of one to watch, Immortals of Evian, uh, is got another ps5 gameplay trailer and build towns and revive nature in towers of asgabar coming to ps5 in 2024 uh let's get this out of the way now don't worry xbox gamers as these titles wasn't just a playstation showcase it was everything's showcase really um you're going to get talus principle 2 2023 ghost runner 2 2023 mortals of avium already penned for july 20th 2023 never will come 2024 as will cat's quest Teardown making its way on 2023, as is the Plucky Squire. You're also going to get access to the Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater remake, Alan Wake 2, multi-format release October 17th, Assassin's Creed Mirage a week earlier on the 12th, and Dragon's Dogma and Marathon obviously announced, but no release date as we speak. With that all said and done, let's do a quick round robin. Uh... Bobby, your initial thoughts of the PlayStation Showcase. Good, bad, or indifferent? Um, it was okay. Indifferent. Um, yeah. If it hadn't been for Spider-Man 2, would you have said it was a bit of a blowout? Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man 2 made it from, like, whatever to, okay. Mm, so save the day. Yeah. Okay. RGT, mm. jump down off the fence, friend. Was this showcase acceptable, or did it leave you really hungry after the promise of an all-you-can-eat diner? Um, I, I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. I was looking at all these different new games, and, oh, that's quite good, that's quite good. And I was so surprised when... I checked my phone afterwards and people were raging about it. This is shocking. This is terrible. And I'm like, calm down. Then again, I always see the best in things. I think the last Xbox one I watched, I thought was quite good and people were slating that. So I think it's basically because people like, there's definitely going to be Last of Us multiplayer. There's definitely going to be, you know, they'd lined up all these exclusives that were, we're definitely getting these. And because they weren't shown, then people ravaged. But I thought, well, if you actually just sit down and look at some of these games, some of them are pretty, pretty cool. I thought it was all right. I'm would it not have was... made sense to show Last of Us Factions at least a little bit? I mean, we've seen nothing. Oh, 
they're saving up for summer games first, aren't they? they they're going to put a load in summer why, games. Why first. would someone save a game from their own homework to make Jeff Keighley's homework look good? I don't. I think it's because it's multi-formatted Jeff Keighley, so they want to look one of the best there. They want to. They want to reveal something that everyone's going to go, "Oh wow!" You know, they want to. They want to do it in front of the audience of all the companies rather than just, just okay. their own showcase. So to surmise, hit, miss, or indifferent, I'm guessing you say a hit. I wouldn't. No, I, wouldn't I wouldn't say hit. I thought. I thought it was. Uh, it was okay. It's pretty decent. It was pretty decent. It was, it was good. It was some. New You've got to pick one. How about out of ten? What do we do? Okay, out of ten, Bobby. What's your out of ten? Five. Okay. RGT, what's your out of ten? Six and a half. Mine? I thought it was less hype than you. I'd have given it a seven, but now I feel like I need to water that down a little bit and maybe give it a six. Let's get into the reasons why. Um, best announcement on the day, men. RGT, what got you wetter than an otter's pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> me. Um, well, I mean, obviously, Spider-Man Two was the big one. I think everyone loved the the ten minute gameplay. Can you control yourself, please? <laughs> I'm all good. <laughs> deep breaths, deep breath. Um, yeah, I think Spider-Man Two was seeing the ten minute gameplay got me hyped for that. They know what they're doing with these little gameplay sections. They've done it with the Miles Morales as well, didn't they? They, they give you a section of the game that really got me hyped. But I thought I quite liked some of the other reveals. Um, I never played the original Dragon's Dogma, but I thought Dragon's Dogma 2 looked pretty cool. I thought quite interested in that. That looked smart. Alan Wake, that was a good trailer. That looked great. That looked great. Graphically looked good. And and I, I, did, I did see that this week they'd thrown down the gauntlet to Spider-Man 2 to say Alan Wake will be <laughs> the best-looking game mm. on PS5. Wow. Um, yes, that looked good. That was nice to see Bungie. Going back to roots with Marathon, and I mean, yeah. gonna, you know, and that's coming out on all platforms as well. So fair play, even though they end the studio, they're still going to keep releasing on on all platforms. I mean, you'd be bad not to, really. You, you know, would you be bonkers. Well, you yeah, know. you might as well make the extra money, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, what was the one with the storybook, the little indie game where you're in the two D world, and then what was that called? Oh, I saw that, but I don't remember the name. By Devolver. I can't remember yeah, now. Yeah, that looked really cool. I like the idea of that where you were playing on the pages and then you come out into the 3D world. I really like the, the I think it's Plucky that. Squire. Plucky Squire, that's it. Yeah, I really like the look of that. That looked that looked really good. Um, and that, I thought it was quite nice in them sort of games um, you wouldn't normally see. I thought a couple of them were a bit... I saw Square Enix pop up. I thought, oh, what we got here? And then it was like a cross between... Splatoon and <laughs> Fortnite, and I was just like, "Boy, Square Enix, what is this?" Mm. Do you know what I mean? I thought that was that was a very sort of off piece for them, but if it works, it works, I suppose. But that was a bit strange. But I suppose there is something for everyone in there. Um, and also, I think one that really did look properly um, developed really well and, and technique was Phantom Blade. I thought when they were doing the fighting, that was so good. You know, the blocks and how quick the action was. That really interests me, that Phantom Blade. I'd be quite interested in that. But depends if it's more of a sort of Souls-like or not, I suppose, but how, how tough the game will be. But I thought that looked really good. But they were, they were sort of my main ones, I'd say. Okay. Bobby, which one got you salivating? Uh, for me, Spider-Man 2. But to be yeah. honest, once I, saw what, once I saw that come on, I kind of turned away from it. 
I don't want any kind of spoilers or anything in my mind. Mm. Just know what's coming, so I'm excited. Um, I thought Alan Wake looked great. Um, Assassin's Creed. Really hoping it goes towards more Assassin's Creed 3. Because yeah. I thought that game was amazing. And Valhalla was a disaster. So it, it was. I hope it goes back to that. Um, what else did I see? Yeah, the um, the game with the sword, the Phantom Blade, looked mm. amazing. Yeah, it really. And if that. it's like Sekiro, then even better. I did think you when that come on. I thought Bobby's going to be all over. Yeah, it. I was like, this could be amazing. Mm. And um, I mean, that's really that's. I mean, Dragon's Dogma looked good too. Yeah, I quite fancy that. That looked pretty cool. But did you play the that, original Bobby? Have you played Dragon's Dogma one? I have it. I have it that, sealed, that, so that Ellie will be happy. But I want to open it soon. I think, <laughs> I think it was on. You need to do a video to Elliot of you with the white gloves on unboxing it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Open right up there. A little knife just opening the seal. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Well, let's let's boil this down. I tell you one thing. The things that sort of piqued my interest. Obviously, there was the tech, the new handheld device. Mm, seems I'm interesting. interesting. See, I'm interested to hear what you you guys think of. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Straight so To me, to me, it kind of is going to be okay. I do a lot of remote play as it is to be able to mm. do that while allowing your significant other to watch a bit of TV. If you want to just get a couple of rounds of MLB in, seems all right to me. We've already got the backbone, but it won't have the dual shot, uh, dual sense functionality. That's so. nice. Got the dual sense functionality in. That's, the, that's what sets it apart from the X-Bone, I suppose. Um, the AirPods interesting to me. I like the case. The devices themselves look cool. The match well, to be honest, of everything that's going on at the minute. big over-the-ear headphones from Sony I have are amazing. Yeah. And then I bought the in-ear ones. They're really comfortable from Sony. Hmm. So Sony makes great. Yeah, um, they're good audio stuff. Yeah, they're great audio devices. I yeah. think the AirPods will be a success. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I, think, if, I think so too. I think a lot of people, I don't know if they'll do a box, but if they do that, that is it the Project Q, is they going to call it the Q Lite or something like that? Yeah. If, if you buy the Q Lite with a, bo- a pack-in with the earbuds, so you're going on holiday, you've got your earbuds in, you can log on to your PlayStation Play, that's a good little package deal. Once well, you no, found you, the Q, you can only use in the same Wi-Fi. You can't bring it anywhere. Oh, can't you? No, I believe like they cleared this up. You, it will work over Wi-Fi. In any way, you could have remote played your games normally. You'd be able to remote play here. Obviously, if you're in the same room, it works almost flawlessly. If you're doing it over the internet, like I do with a PS5 to a PS4 Pro, um, it's okay, but can be left a little bit wanting. My biggest issue with this is yeah, front page, give it a remote play option. Absolutely banging idea. But behind the scenes, why not at least make it capable of running on its own back mm-hmm. your PS1 games, mm-hmm. your Vita games, and your PSP games? Do, to do me... I think this needed, this needed, um, I'm, it's probably because the tech isn't in it. It's technically a screen streaming a game with your controls, but this needed a little card slot so that if you haven't got an internet, you haven't wherever you're going the internet is weak you could at least just have one game or two games downloaded on a card that you could take with you and play it as a handheld if it is just a streaming only i think it could i mean i'm interested and i'm probably going to get this because if i'm 
if I can play it, if you know, we go away to the lodge or bits and pieces, I can play and I'm on the internet, I can play remote player. I used to have my Vita. And it was okay. It was, you know, if the tech's improved and it's even better and, it's, and it plays well, then I'd like this. But I just think it would have been nice if it had that capability, like you say, to plan something off its own back. Mm. Just to add e- that. Even if it was just the ever-increasing library of PS1 classics, it would have been a little bit of something, something if you didn't have the internet somewhere. You would yeah. still be, if it was a, a, a range. It? Yeah, if it, even if it was a range of the re-released PSP games that they've put out, it, it starts to have a function. It starts to have a form. It starts to have a life separate uh, from being just a remote streaming device. Mm. And to be fair, could actually start to double as a handhold. If there was like a Q store and you went on there, so there was two options, mm. Q store, games, Remote play, mm. boom, and you, you accessed it that way. We'll see. We might hear more from it. I've, you know, I'm pretty much. I also saw there was a lot of there was a lot of people berating the look of it, and I thought, well, to be fair, I mean, you know, the Vitas, the PSPs, they're small. You do get a bit of crampy hands playing those. Even the Switch is literally a rectangle. It's not ergonomically designed for your hands, even though it's quite comfortable to play. That's not. It's not brilliant at times for, you know, I've got quite big hands, so it's quite hard. So it's nice to see a company rather go for the ergonomics rather than the look of it. I think that is going to be one of the most comfortable handhelds to hold and play, I would say, because, you know, we know what the dual sense is like. It's one of the best there is. You know, so I think, yes, it does look a bit strange, like someone has chopped the dual sense in half and stuck a tablet in the middle. But yeah, <laughs> That sure is exactly be, what it looks like. Yeah, but I'm sure it's going to be comfort over you know, over aesthetics, I'm sure it's going to be really good like that. Okay. I mean, you were, if the Switch could do it, Sony could do it, right? Mm-hmm. We just needed like a Vita 2 or something like that. It would have been much better mm. than just this yeah, I think you're streaming right. thing only. I don't, I don't understand why we maybe, didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, they maybe should have made it with a bit of with a bit of tech inside so it was a Vita 2 that can like, remote play and stream your PS5. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And you can make a much comfortable, you know, handle or have an accessory to it where at least if I'm on the go, I can I have a good internet or a good Wi-Fi can you know connection mm. to do the remote play. But also I can download games from the store. Maybe not, you know, and if you have the technology to do it like all the games from the store. To mm. me, we we need to know more because that screen just jammed between a couple of con- like controller ends. I don't know about you, but the screen almost looks removable to me. And if it's removable, does it have a kickstand? And if it has a kickstand, does that controller then just go down to the size of a dual sense? And you just no, it looks like it's together. Mm. I know, but it looks together in a way that looks like it's not very well put together. If that's the case, that's what it looks like. It looks a bit fragile. And that well together, where the controllers are held is about an inch of join to the actual screen. It would worry me that a, a it makes me around. think that it's removable. Hmm. Maybe. Be so, I, mean, I wonder if we're going to get more as the coming events come out because it's supposed to be out at the end of this year, isn't it? Is it coming out in fall? It is. And so again, we- that makes me wonder why on earth they did the X, the PlayStation Five branded Expo. It's a hundred bucks right now, today. Walk in the store and buy it, and seemingly it's going to give you exactly the same functionality, but without the rumble and the dual sense features. I wondered if they they passed that and licensed that just to see what the 
So just think about this for a moment. Just an X, an X, for. an X bone with no screen is a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. The horsepower of that is coming from your phone, Android, mm-hmm. Apple, whatever. You slot it in, it works. If that's a hundred bucks plus your phone, which to be fair is a grand's worth of tech these days that you pay monthly for, so it doesn't feel like they're that value, but there's a grand there. Mm. How much? is this Q device actually going to cost? I smell at least 300 bucks on, in the air here. Yeah, well, two, what, 250 that's what I'm thinking about. Easy. And thinking, for was, that, you could just buy thinking, a Steam Deck. Because yeah, I've two, seen the 200, Steam Deck. 200 bucks, I was thinking. Like, that Steam Deck looks if, amazing. The stuff you could do with that Steam Deck? Yeah, if, if they're, I, yeah, Steam Deck. I'd rather buy that. Very, very good. Yeah, that's that's a good point. If they're selling this for three fifty bucks, then that's dead in the water. Yeah, I think it's, Sony dropped the ball. With don't make me percent. check your Amazon wish list, RGT, because even if it's triple nine, baby, delete, it's going delete, home. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three fifty for something which has got one use of remote play. That is that is steep. That's what price point would tempt you in, Bobby? You're completely dead to this. But let's just say you committed some money and this thing was remote play only. What price point would pull you in realistically? I mean, if it's literally just the steaming, the streaming, I mean, then... <laughs> steaming pile of deck. <laughs> steaming pile of <laughs> deck. <laughs> um, like 150 like, what else can it be, right? Like, it can't be more than that because all you're providing is just, a, like, basically a second screen type deal. Agree. Like, what? I don't get it. It's just, when I saw it, I just thought, oh, God, this is trash. I, I was, I know, uh, I'll get excited by anything, but <laughs> I saw that and was, I was like, oh. I really like the look at this. Then I started I started doing the maths a bit and thinking, oh, I'm going to get one of them. I'd like that. That'd be handy if we go away. I can play the game. Then I started thinking, are they going to chuck this out at a ridiculous price? Like, like if I go some vacation, I bring the Switch because I have other things to do, whatever. I have the um, emulated Vita mm-hmm. so I could play, like, whatever, Nintendo, Sega. And I, I'd yeah. rather do that than mm. bring this with me to just stream on my... PS5. Yeah. And what happens if you turn your PS5 off or something happens to it? You forget to leave it on rest mode and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Now what? Mm. And I mean, mean, it's just, you know, the Switch has got that library. You know, I've got my OLED. So when I do go away, I always just tend to tap the Switch. Well, imagine playing your main game. You can carry on playing your main game. Imagine this for a moment. You play in remote play. Let's Mm -hmm. imagine the perfect world. Everything's working fine. Your child says, Can I have a go? You say, Yeah, no problems. You hand it to them. They play a game. Suddenly it's dinner. Oh, can you just turn that off? They go, yeah, no problems. They go, control center, power options, turn off. Boom. Kids done nothing wrong. Mm. But they've just turned your Sony Q into a paperweight. Yeah. And you're on That's holiday basically, in Tenerife, yeah. and it's day two, and you're there for a fortnight. Mm. How this is now dead. Well, you got to call your mother-in-law and say, Mom. Can you please go upstairs and turn the PS5 on? Thank you very much. Exactly. Because it won't remote from off. It won't remote activate from off. It'll only do you think that'll incorporate from... something in where you can do it? I don't think that they can. Yeah, no. you can't. It's off. Like, that's it. 
You can't turn your Mac on with your iPhone. It's off. Yeah, it needs that sort of Bluetooth reception. Don't have to click it back on from the controller, doesn't it? But mm, yeah, oh, what happened? There's a power outage in your neighborhood or something like that. You're done. That's it. So well, it's what it's a very and then you get a fault with your get a fault with your um, project Q, and you've left your PS5 on. Yeah, but and the you, PS5 have... will time oh, out in ten no, minutes. No, not necessarily. Some people turn that off. You can turn it off in settings. Some people don't have that, so you could actually well, you're end up basically, leaving your PS5 on for two weeks. You cook, you, <laughs> you're basically like going to cook, cook your PS5. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wanted to hear that? You wanted... I've been saying that for, for weeks now that I want to hear something that makes the PS5 fan turn on. It's basically going to be Cubone with a network error. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. You come back and like, it's... Uh, can you imagine Xbox making something like this handheld where you could just use their whole library? I'm surprised they haven't because they've got the be best cloud system. Yeah, you they, have it. They, they, that's there. That's set up ready to go. If, if, yeah. yeah, if Microsoft made something like this, that would be it's perfect over. for the Xbox. It'd be brilliant. Xbox, that'd be unbelievable. Now you mm. need to go to work with it. Man, Xbox game with the Game Pass. Mm. Done. Yeah. yeah Here's Sony. Brilliant. I have an idea. Let's make just a stream, uh, second screen device for Wi-Fi. That's just garbage. Sorry. Mm. Well, some referred to it as a Wii U gamepad. It's looking to be about as useful as that. Um, Getting back to the games, gentlemen, I was quite excited by the Indie Physics Sandbox Teardown. That looked exciting. It had original GTA vibes. Yeah, that's been on PC for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, the destructibility. Yeah, Yeah. I think they're one of the best best games for the uh, destructible surroundings and that and how it all breaks down. It looks looks quite good fun there. Was that in VR as well? No, no. Just oh. normal as it was as broken to me. Arizona Sunshine that looked great as well. As soon as the trailer started, I was like, "It's got to be Arizona Sunshine." Mm. Uh, I was fired up by that. I was kind of captivated by the Concord trailer. Yeah, but, it didn't show enough, and did mm, really? No, and now I find out a little bit more. I'm a bit like, oh. once I said that was a big online thing, I thought not mm. keen. Surprised, nay, shocked. That Helldivers 2 is now 3D and it's yeah. got a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Um uh Final Fantasy 16, probably on the verge of seeing a little bit too much of that right now. Uh kudos to Resident Evil for giving us the free PSVR 2 mm, option definitely. on Resident Evil 4. Didn't have to. If they'd put that behind a paywall of 999, I'm sure they could have got a lot more money for that. Uh Immortals of Avium looks great. And other than that. I think, obviously, Spider-Man for me sealed the deal. I was excited by the Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta remake, which is exciting, but obviously no Hideo Kojima involvement, so that probably won't be mm. quite as special as we'd like it to be. But then also, conf- confused, if I may, about- by the remaster so, of 3. Yeah, that confused me too. But what also confused me about the trailer, Snake's head, right? Let's just visualize this. It's supposed to be a bandana, yeah? Mm. And it's across the top of his forehead. But it's so tight that it's taken shape of his eye socket. <laughs> right? But then as you go towards his hairline, it just becomes hair. Seems very Ninja Turtle-ish. Mm. Mm. Don't like, I don't like that. Mm. That's just me, sorry. I'm just you want a realistic that. bandana? It just seems weird. So talk to me if... I may be so bold about the logic of remaking three 
and then relaunching one, two, and three on PS5. Now we've had it on Vita, we've had it on PS3. Do we need this again, especially so close to the remake? And is it a bad idea to relaunch a remaster next to a remake? Almost, mm. almost, presumably quite, quite close to each other. And and why start at three? Why not they? Why wouldn't they just go back and remake Metal Gear Solid One? and then do two, and then do three, and then get them all up to running on the Fox engine standard. So one, two, three, four, and five are all seamlessly linked together. And maybe even throw in uh, a remake of the PSP game as well. I would have loved mm. that idea. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think. I mean, the time and effort it's going to take. To start. Yeah, agreed. The time and effort it's gonna, it took to make this a remake, it could have made a brand new game. Mm. Or 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 remake a game that hasn't been done. Like if you're gonna go back to the NES era or MSX, just remake that. You know, whatever. I don't it know. Would make be, a new game. It would be more of a blank check for them to be able to write because they could just mix it up completely and it within reason could be a brand new game to a whole generation, especially seeing it in that third dimension. I agree. Hmm. Uh, okay, so the, there's that. I think that might Really, unless there's something you guys want to talk about, that probably brings well, us to the end. I was the just end. going to say, um, there's rumours at the moment that Sony's bought a studio for $8 billion. Um, really? Yeah. Um, and the rumours are, it's either Square Enix, Capcom, or Konami. Now, there was quite a lot of Square Enix, Capcom, and Konami in this showcase. There was. So do you think there's any... I, Me, personally, I think they've bought Square Enix. because. They they trim down their their IPs. Um, they work very closely with exclusives with Sony. Um, and I I just think Sony wanted a live service game like Splatoon. They've been quite openly speaking. They wanted one. Square Enix, strangely for them, have now made one. So whether this is all tied in, I don't know. I might be wrong, but it seemed. To me, like that could be Square Enix could potentially. Well, it's be, been uh, rumored for the longest time, hasn't it? But we yeah, yeah. we don't have any concrete proof. And allegedly, mm. the allegedly allegedly been waiting for this whole sort of uh, Xbox thing to clear itself up. Um, well, we also had you know the Final Fantasy VII remake was supposed to that was announced for Xbox, never came. That was knocked on the head, and you started thinking then, hmm, wonder if there's something going on with Square Enix and Sony. Now, other games are just exclusive to Sony. I know. Look, no disrespect, but if we knew more the sales numbers of previous titles on certain consoles and the actual footfall of each digital digital system, maybe they didn't think they'd get the penetration and money return. Mm. Who knows? Maybe it's more complicated for them releasing it across the world. That you know they don't. We don't know. It could be Sony have bought exclusivity. Maybe it goes deeper than that. Maybe there's some lack of cohesion between Xbox. I don't know what the answer to that is, but I think before the end of the year, we'll know one way or the other. Mm, yeah, there was this thing recently about was it a new Inspector Gadget game that's coming out, and they've announced that's PS5 and PC, but they're not putting it onto Xbox and people going mad. What, as much as I love old school retro ideas like that, uh, I think Xbox dodged a bullet. Look out, mm. Inspector Gadget, 10 out of 10 game of the year. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, but that was, was you know, people who are playing it said, why are you avoiding it? Why? And they, you know, they basically just said, well, we 
it's more profitable just to make sales rather than going on to a you know get a one-off price for a service you know putting it on for free on a service so it's they said they can't rule it out indefinitely, but at the moment they're just going for the sales of the game rather than the... the I think there's still legs in... It's almost like cinema. It, you know, during COVID, we realised that straight to, straight, straight to digital services was interesting, but it probably didn't work that well. The, the, the movie industry makes a movie, you go to the cinema to watch it. If you're interested, you get it on DVD and then you buy it after that. Uh, is the games industry trying to align itself with that? You know, you pay first, then it's on sale, then you get to see it on a streaming service maybe six months to a year after, and then they can make another new revenue stream for those that either didn't want it at first, didn't want that big screen experience, mm. uh, maybe having to pick it up down the line, having a couple of bits spoiled from on the internet. You know, that's the risk that they take to get the game at a lower yeah. value. And I think some of these indie companies, it benefits them to release exclusively timed on one console, like you say. If you release mm. on PlayStation... Give it a year on PlayStation time exclusive. Sell the copies that you need. Once it starts thinning out and slowing down, you then release it on another system, get a new audience who then either purchase it or, you know, get it on the system. So that's a, like you say, it's a second income stream a year after the game's come out. So you can see from game company's point of view, it's a way of, of you know, prolonging a profit in a game, I suppose. Mm, okay. Well, community corrections. Oh, I didn't see any. So another flawless victory but uh if you happen to hear something that we didn't get right or you had an opinion on the news we might have missed if we left a wide open goal on a massive news story and, and no doubt we did you know as we said last week with the underdogs with the we're people trying to punch outside of our zone we can only do that with your support get on something while it's under the radar uh, i don't know if approaching 200 episodes under the radar but let get on board with it now and then when everyone else says, oh, have you heard this? You can say, yeah, I've been listening to him for years. Don't be that person that introduces this to someone in five years' time. Be the person that's already so on board the train that you know my inside leg measurement. If they <laughs> want to get in touch with us, uh, Bobby, how would we let the collective masses know how and where to get hold of us and why? And what would be the best way to ingratiate yourselves to us? As a thank you for week after week after week of hours upon hours of content what would be the best way to say thank you to us 100% the best way would be to hit us up via email at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com okay you can DM us Instagram or even, or even Twitter and then those links and that and that social media there's a link to the discord join the discord I promise you it's amazing Amazing. You have a group of people from all over the place, all ages, all things, different brackets, different tiers, at tiers, different subjects. Go crazy in Discord. The best. Even if you join and then just watch, it's amazing. like I do, like a voyeuristic. Yeah. I'm the guy yeah. in the cupboard, right? George While the window George. cleaners round. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and that's how I operate on Discord. Someone puts a new... Uh game they've picked up in listeners stingray and then a little george just appears in the corner you know nothing's going to bring me out of the woodwork more than a pickups picture in what you found in the wild yeah listen mr and mrs digital Munkro, right now come back from the boot boom show us everything i can't get enough of it they've got videos 
Yeah, and also, yeah, 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 go to their YouTube. That's brilliant, their YouTube. For me, it's very voyeuristic. <laughs> it's very voyeuristic. Your voice has changed, and I don't like it. Mrs. <laughs> Digital Monkery in there. You know, she's the presenter that found them as a couple. We never see him, but we see her. Mamsie, George has gone voyeuristic again. <laughs> Get me banned from my own Discord for looking at people's pickups in the pickups section. Hashtag crime. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pervert. <laughs> Hashtag scofe. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Oh, mate, if it. If he's listening, bring the fire. Um, well, I've put us in a railroad now. The only thing that can get us out of that now, okay, other than a blooming strong pickups video, uh, would be the Ray. I don't know if you've seen him about this week, have you, gentlemen? Have you seen him about? He's been very elusive I this did. week. Bobby's seen him? No, oh, well, no, I've only briefly seen him. Uh, he shows himself to his friends. He only briefly shows himself to his acquaintances. There you go. That's and I've not thing. seen him. So what does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, it's Revenant at the gate. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappers and a dodgy copy of Battlefriend all this week? These are new release highlights for the week, May 29th, June 4th. Listeners, these are out on digital or physical or CFAX or will be by the time this podcast on your feed, but could be region dependent. How are you seeing the Ray this week? Because mm. I'll tell you how I'm seeing him. Please do. Because I've been looking <laughs> yeah. at him for the longest time. He's wet, but not with water, more like Vaseline. <laughs> he has a, he has like, it's half, like a three-quartered ripped New York Cosmo Pele jersey. Ooh. Very weird. Right? Very weird. Yeah. And he has only one leg of a dungaree on with a suspender <laughs> strap. And I'm not sure what's going on with this guy right today. It's just strange. And his hair is so slicked back and tight that as he talks, he starts to lose some of his widow's peak. <laughs> just bizarre. Can you see Wayne or no? Wayne, he's in the corner over there talking to some other kids. Uh, but, I mean, he's just in overalls. That's all I could see for now. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Save me from myself, RGT. How are you seeing the Ray this week? Well, he's always on piece for me, isn't he? Uh, Stingray and Wayne. So, Stingray's dressed as like a 1970s golfer. But his, his trousers look as I've had an argument with his ankles. So, they're, they're about a foot away from his shoes. And his shoes are like some retro golfing brogues. He's got a tight, um, tight leased golf t-shirt on with the collar turned up. He's got a golf hat on back to front with his lovely mane combed out of the back and some shades. And Wayne's like the smallest caddy I've ever seen. He has to drag the bag because the bag's about a foot taller than him. So he's... he's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's how they've they've shown themselves to me today. How about you, George? God, I'm, I'm regretting asking this. 
if it's anything to do with maple syrup and sandals like last time. But <laughs> you know those blue and white bowls that you see. You know the ones, the sort of Chinese printed blue and white bowls that are probably normally find in a cottage in the UK somewhere. Yeah, stingrays looks like one of those filled with tapioca. Wow, and and Ray looks uh wayne looks like a small mouse just peering over the edge trying to lick his father but then realizing that it's not tapioca it's actually some substitute of his father and he keeps looking at me does wayne mouse very confused because normally he would be in that tapioca nearly drowning but now he likes the taste but knows if he consumes too much he's literally licking away the mortal fabric of his own father wow it's- Wow. It, All I'll say is your coffee is far too strong on a Sunday. It, you need a, to turn that down, son. It's <laughs> a full conundrum and one that I wouldn't wish I was waning because it's like, oh, this looks like the most beautiful meal I've ever had. Oh, my God, that's my dad's third eyelash gone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, that stray left nose hair has just evaporated. He might thank me for that. Where else do you want me to lick <sighs> oh dear. that's acceptable that won't kill you? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, we were going to put out an episode like this. Can you just promise me next week you'll just try and have an early night? I'm not on next week. I think as the show gets bigger and bigger and we put out more and more content, the option for me to drift into the background like a faint memory. No one ever remembers me. Just go. No, you are not doing that. You're the headline of this show. And that's what you you're are. Saying. How can this, what I've done today, I'm not deserving. I'm not deserving. I'm not good enough. George, you are a leader. Mm. Yeah, but sometimes a leader, sometimes Bobby, a leader's just got to be the man and take you from behind. Well, and sometimes if you're not doing it, we've got to, you know, give a little tug to the tush and then back on track, buddy. Let's go. Quite fittingly, Shame Legacy first came out of the boot on PS4, PS4 Xbox Damn. Series XS, Xbox One, and PC, May 30th. Shame Legacy is a first-person survival horror set in a forsaken cultist village. Your attempt to survive using stealth and escape by solving puzzles, you unravel the mystery that's haunting or hunting you. Interesting. Uh, Are you back with us, RGT? Mm-hmm. Just a uh, short, just a short one from you. Yeah, for you. System Shock PC, May thirtieth. A first-person fight to the death in the depths of space. Wow. That's it. Yeah, I mean that's quite varied, but what it is or what it's about, I have no idea. But there you go. That's all you get with that. <laughs> First person fight to the death. Bobby's look, death Bobby's looked into the, the Mastodon reads out of the boot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's that interested. Why don't it just give us the name and when it's coming out? Maybe the first line. It's Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection for the Switch and PC. I'm happy that we have a collection of these games. I never even heard of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, basically it's an endless adventure. If it's so endless, why is there a collection? <laughs> to milk you further down it's the line? T- it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the, you're, the rich you're beginnings. The rich beginnings of the RPG franchise with remasters of three timeless adventures that inspire players on a journey of discovery. 
Well, you can discover this game now because we just mentioned it. Look out, because this is a is a real <laughs> oh my goodness is a real life take on my week. Slayers X on PC June the first. June the first. So got what it takes to be an X Slayer. Seven weapons, blood, and gore. Twisted music by Sea Pigeon Psycho Syndicate and maps where you can blow up everything. It's awesome. Started making it in 1998 in high school with my friend. Now I'm 37. So I have life experience now. <laughs> Street Fighter 6, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series of Consoles and PC June 2nd. Don't forget, that's also getting a Tiger Electronics release June 3rd. Oh, I'll pre-order that. <laughs> On the tat shelf. I'd buy um, that for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Capcom's newest challenger, Street Fighter VI, launches worldwide on June 2nd, 2023, and represents the next evolution of the Street Fighter series. Street Fighter VI spans three uh, distinct game modes, including World Tour, Fighting Ground, and Battle Hub. Excellent. And last but not least, we love Katamari Reroll and Royal Riviri. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox Series 1, Xbox One, Switch, PC, June 3rd. The second title in the Katamari Darmacy series has returned in a remastered, pirate-up version. This new reroll comes with improved graphics and gameplay enhancements. In Royal Riviri, roll up Katamari as the king of all cosmos in his boyhood. Now, I'll tell you something about boyhood. In this game, I've seen someone talk about it, and I googled it. You're basically a ball. Hmm. So there's two originally. And you just roll around yeah, and collecting it to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's your kind of game, Bobby. And that's a remaster now. So <laughs> there it is. <laughs> is that another one you're not pre-ordering, Bobby? Or Yeah. <laughs> Which God knows. What's your mummy mummy? To be honest, system shock. I'm system shock. I'll go with the Atran Odyssey Origins collection because I just felt sorry for him. <laughs> wow. Okay. And what VHS are you taking home, RGT? I'm going with American Pie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bobby, what are you pulling out? I'm pulling out a DVD. No, VHS tape. Yeah. Because it was on DVD. Of the original Captain America. Oh, wow. The, uh, Italian version. Ooh. When um, Red Skull was Italian, I love it, and I love how the mask fit my man. Well, I think his name was Steve as well, the actor. Um, yeah, you can't you can't beat it. The the throws of the shield, amazing. Okay, well, with that high watermark, I'm going to pick Michael Palin's documentary, travel <laughs> documentary, around the world in eighty days. Wow, where did that come from? Same place as the tapioca. Oh, uh, the yeah, very the, depths, dark the, depths of my mind. Espresso mist in your, <laughs> in your brain at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I'm getting too much time to play video games. You know, I, I don't know. I can't be all <laughs> things to all men. Uh, okay, well, that's done. I turn around. All that's left is what could be an eyeball or it could be a leg. It's a little blob of tapioca with a mouse-shaped nibble out of one of the pieces. One only wonders how that will reconstitute into Ray next week. That's, uh, I don't even know how that's going to play out. Uh, gentlemen, he's gone. That leaves us with nothing more than the merest question of what you're hoping to play. And we're going to start this time with RGT. What are you hoping to play, friend? Um, be back in the Dreamcast, be playing some more Shadow Games. I'm really enjoying that. Um, it's like I love the style of graphics. It's like a 32x version of Streets of Rage, really good. So I want to get back into that, see if I can get a little bit further. Nice. We've now, now we've beaten Colin, the evil ninja. Perfect. Um, I'm definitely going to play some more Tiger Woods 2004. Um, that was great fun. Loved that. Such a good game. Um, and then there'll be more Tears of the Kingdom, I would imagine. That's sort of my... I've come right off, right off Jedi at the moment. I will get back into it after Tears of the Kingdom, but I, I struggle with having two big AAA games going at once. I like to get one done and then move on. And so I've sort of put Jedi on the back burner and I'll play Tears of the Kingdom for the next few weeks and see how far I can get before going back. But yeah, more more Zelda for me, I think, mainly. Okay. Um, Bobby, what are you going to treat yourself with gaming might the wise this week? More Jedi Survivor, definitely. Hero, yeah. Um, Cars of the Dead. And mm. um, to be honest, I, I, I would hope Dead Island too. Wow, okay. And for me, Bomber Crew, a myriad of American sports, some farming simulator, and uh, let's finish this throwdown on the Millennium Tower. Um, looking forward to getting that done, and then I'm going to get into Like a Dragon. I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, and now, now is that time. It's on premium, so nice and easy choice. I think you've already had it on PS Plus as well as a mm. game to keep. So Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I'm dripping in the game, so easy to download from anywhere and everywhere, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and that's it. So don't forget to join the Discord. That's where the fun and shenanigans continues. If you want to see what Digital Munker has picked up, if you want to see what Gaming Grams found, if you want to see what Badabinks has picked up in Holland on his travels, if you want to find out what Elliot's got sealed in his back room, if you want to see whether Bobolobas go in brown, yellow, or dark uh, this evening, then the only place to find that out is on the Discord. If you want to slide into the DMs of any single name or person that you've seen on here, if you want to find out if they do LEMSIP in America or Texas specifically, and how many of those Seb's been drinking on a daily basis, the only way to find out is to get in the Discord. If you want to know why I decided I saw Stingray as a bowl of tapioca today, the only place to find out behind the news scenes, the news, the info, the stories behind the show is the Discord. If you like the show, and you want to make an off-behind-the-scenes extra of the DVD as well, that's basically the Discord. So if you're a fan and you're not in the Discord, summon it right here. Did I mention the price, RGT, of the Discord? Because it's very reasonable. Oh, it's more than reasonable. I think it's the price that scares most people off. Mm -hmm. But when you build something of this quality, it can only ever be free. 
Join yeah. us in the Discord. Don't don't mess about anymore. We're being deadly serious. It's free. Yeah. You get to win stuff. Free stuff. At some yeah. point in time, RGT is going to put his own PS5 up for uh, competition. If you've not been in the Discord for a solid 12 months, you don't qualify. Um, I don't remember that bit. but So if you join now one year from now, you're going to be in with a chance to win RGT's PS5. Wow, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've still got something in petty cash because that's going to need replacing. <laughs> You'll be needing a pro by then, so you just be giving it away. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thanks for that, George. <laughs> if we can get to a million users by Christmas, wow. I'll put my whole collection up. Right. Get on there, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to drive something so hard in all my life. <laughs> wow. Mrs. RGT just slumped down in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, and she listens, bless her. She does listen, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, before I ruin any more marriages, it's uh, it's that time. So we have time for this week. Listeners, always thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. Remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you guys. Peace. See ya. 